This episode of the Beer Brawl is presented with no commercial interruption by simplybeer.com. Every day, baby, when the sun go down, I get with my friends and I begin to clown. I don't care what the people are thinking. I ain't drunk. I'm just drinking. But you're so high. Oh, man, you know I ain't high. But you're so high. I just take a little bit every now and then. Welcome to another Beer Brawl. This is Peter Kennedy at SimplyBeer.com. Tonight we are here at Andy's Corner Bar in Pagoda, New Jersey, enjoying whatever George has on draft here tonight. So we looked at the uh, menu when we came in and we are going to be sampling six beers tonight. We're going to do the Weyerbacher Blanche. The Brooklyn Vice, the Sly Fox Project Pale Ale, the Sly Fox Slackerbach, the uh, Out of the Cask, we're going to be doing the Captain Lawrence Double IPA, and the uh, Young's Double Chocolate Stout. Looks like a pretty good lineup, huh, Mark? Looks like a great lineup, and I'm, I'm excited about actually doing a brawl with draft beer straight from the tap. Nice. So with us tonight, we have Mark Jackson, as always, and we also have uh, Corey Greenberg, who's handling our sound tonight, so he'll be a little bit off mic, and uh, Will Hogan joins us as well. So, uh, to draft beer night. <laughs> so, first up is the uh, Weyerbacher Blanche. I think that's how it's pronounced, Blanche? I would say. We'll go with Blanche. So, uh, the Weyerbacher is a, uh, it's a wit beer or white ale, whatever uh, terminology you want to use. Um, basically, it's just a low-alcohol session beer with uh, lots of coriander and different types of uh, spices, orange peel and such. Well, it's got the typical kind of cloudiness yeah, of very this cloudy. style of beer. Nice. It's really nice, a nice golden it, it does, sort of color. It does kind of get that white color when you hold it up. With all the cloudiness and the yeast in the beer, you know, it really does lend to a, a white appearance. Well, I'll tell you, on a nice July evening such as this, this, this should, be, should be a treat. Yes, it should be. It smells real nice. Mmm. That is very good. Mm. Highly carbonated. You can really taste the orange in this beer. It really comes through. It does. It's got a, it's got a nice freshness to it. You know, it's uh, good choice for for this evening's first this evening's first beer. Yeah, yeah. So we like I said, we are at uh, Andy's Corner Bar. It's a very small bar, but it's got an amazing selection of beers. Yeah. You know, constantly rotating. I just can't get over the aroma on this one. It's, Isn't it it's, great? It's really refreshing. It's not overdone. It's not overpowering. This is served at a nice temperature too. I think. Yeah. These these ones definitely need to be cold. Nice. Very good. Yeah. It's uh, I, I think I call this thirst quenching. I suppose. I, I, yeah. I, I, I mean, just I just keep wanting to drink and drink and drink it. Because we talked about some of them last week, like a, a quenching thirst, but I didn't get that sense. But this this definitely is a thirst quencher, and it's very good. It's rich. Uh, it's not light like you would expect, perhaps. It's got the full wheat taste. Yeah. Good. Very good. So we we don't have any labels for you to talk about. No, I'll, ma I'll make something up. So uh, at the imaginary <laughs> bottle that I'm looking at, this has some like wheat in the field, golden harvest, you know, sort of thing. It's we'll, a brown we'll, we'll, label. We'll grab the tap handles for you to examine. All right. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> so this is from the uh, Wirebacker Brewery. They're uh, Pennsylvania. 
Brewery. Down in the down in the Luck Easton. Yep, I believe all the all the beers except for one we're doing tonight are domestic domestic beers. Now, uh, does he only serve domestic beers here? No, I mean on, on in draft. No, I mean the last one we're doing is the Young's Double Chocolate, which okay. comes from England. But most of his beers are fairly local. I mean, they do have uh, Lagunitas on tap tonight, mm -hmm. um, some other ones, but I find that a lot of the beers here are more northeastern local than necessarily nationwide or right. But that doesn't stop him from, uh, you know, bringing in quality beers. So I know we've talked about some of the other places about beer and, and such like this. So uh, this is located in Bergen County. It's right off of Route 80, easy to get to. Yeah, I think it took us, what, 20 minutes to get here? Yeah. So. so that's a good thing, um, and it's well worth to keep in mind because it's tough to find a, a place, a tavern, yeah. kind of nice place like this that has a good selection of beer on tap. Yeah, this is definitely, always, every time I'm here, something different. Now I saw it's they have a something. cooler also with bottled beer in there. Mm -hmm. How many different ones do they have, you think? Not too many. Probably 40 or 50. Hey, enough to get the job done. True. You know, there's enough on tap to get the job done. You know, and, and as I mentioned before, there's also two casks. There's only one on tap tonight, but uh, you know, you gotta love the cask gals too. I can't get over the the, the um, aroma of this, and this really is a bouquet because it's pleasant, extremely pleasant. <laughs> yeah, it can uh, that that orange really comes through, and the coriander. A lot of times in the in the wits, the coriander's really dominate the aroma, and, and this one is is not so. It's more of the orange that's dominating with the coriander kind of in the back. So what did you think of this, Will? Very nice, very nice. I actually was wondering, you know, for the... Is there a difference between a, a wit or wit beer, a vice and blanche, or are they basically just di different cultures? Vice beer, yes. Vice. I mean, a vice is generally more attributed to a hefeweizen than a wit. Um, wits are generally characterized by using coriander and orange. Hefeweizens get more of their flavor from the yeasts and grains they're using than spices. Um, because of the German purity laws, a hefeweizen can't have, or didn't have, you know, um, some of the spices that the Belgian beers were using. Oh, this is a nice one. I, I, I've enjoyed this one. I'd agree with uh, many of your, your comments. Uh, you're very refreshing. Definitely good cold, good, good summertime. I think, it has, I think it has great balance, too. Like there's yeah, I think that's what really kind of quenches it. None of the, the flavors are overwhelming, and, and they're, they're predominant, but they're not, you know, smacking you in the face of coriander and orange, which sometimes can be a little off-putting, you know? And it's supposed to be a light beer. It's supposed to be refreshing. It's, you know, I, I find this one to be pretty good. I also. There's no no aftertaste. I don't I don't get any aftertaste from this at all. Just it's just um, extremely refreshing going down and quite enjoyable. It is very good. I, I keep saying very good, very good, over and over again, very good. It, it, but it really is a nice, refreshing beer. Um, very pleased. It's a good way to start off the night, you know? Absolutely. See, thinking of a rating on something like this. So you got to think back to the, 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 to the wits that we did, uh, probably in podcast what, nine or something. This is our uh, 19th podcast. No, this was, this was, this will stand up with it. Yeah, it would be fun at some point to go through all the podcasts 
to a yeah, best yeah. of. Like the best of, you know, like do it kind of take the highest scoring ones that we've done and put them all yeah, together. Yeah, well, so. I think it's going to be hard to get another bottle of Brooklyn Black Ops. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> you know? All right, we're waiting, we're, waiting, we're waiting for our next round. Nice head on this one. Ah, nice, beautiful. Yeah, you know, the, the 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 head on the on the last one was more uh, white, uh, very light, creamy color. This has got a uh, as it should be. Yeah, this is a little darker on the color on the on the on the head. Right, itself. and this this here is um, the Brooklyn Vice, which is a Hefeweizen, so it should be darker in color. Um, Remember if we, when we did the Hefeweizens a couple weeks ago, mm -hmm. they had strong banana and clove flavors and aromas. So we should be seeing the same thing here. And typical of, of a Hefeweizen is a very strong head, something that will hold for a while. And right now it looks like this head is holding last one, pretty the last well. last one held too. I thought the head on that held the, all the way through the, the entire glass. Yeah. So our, our previous beer was uh, about 5% alcohol, and uh, this one also is, actually the last one was four and a half. This one's just over five. Yeah. So still in that realms of a, a session beer. Wow, good aroma. You can really smell like banana bread and cloves. I, I love drinking beer this way. Out of a draft? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's tasty. The aroma on this one really matches the flavor. You know, you smell the banana bread, you smell the um, cloves, and you can really taste them as well. Yeah, and the head is really holding up very well here. Good lacing, you can see it at a spot every time when we take a sip. You can see a layer. Not, not quite as carbonated as the last one, which I guess one would expect. Well, I mean, it's like two different styles of beer here. Yeah. You know, you know this one's definitely a straw-colored beer. Mm -hmm. You know, white, thick, thick head on this one. Little, little, I can't, little something missing, but I can't quite put my finger on it. On the back end? Maybe. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of missing a, a spice. Yeah. Like, um, uh, like a slight hopness on the, on the mm -hmm. back end. Mm -hmm. It's, it's there, but it's not as strong as I would think it would be, or would expect from the style of beer. Right. I would expect more of a, a spicy um, hop finish on the end from a Hefeweizen. I um, think so You know, too. it definitely does have the um, banana and clove that is characteristic of the beer, uh, but it does not have the spiciness of the, of the hops they tend to use. It seems um, to need just a little bit more, a little bit more bam. It's bam missed. or bland? <laughs> no, bam, bam. A little bit more is something, you know. Like, it needs it. It needs something. There's something a little off with this one, yeah. in my opinion. Aside from that, it it it, uh, it is a nice, refreshing beer. Mm -hmm. it has good flavor. Um, it just kind of leaves you looking for a little something at the end. But you know, I tell you, I mean, the first one was great. This one, yeah, a little, little bit dragging on. Dragging, uh, but still a, a decent beer. I, you know what? I remember some of the Hefeweizens that we had a couple weeks ago. The the head on retention on them was really poor. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they really the heads dissipated by the time you got down to the last, you know, inch or so of beer. But this one has still got a good half inch ahead on it. Yeah, I still, I'm, it's it's just Something. missing. Yeah, Something's yeah. missing on the Something. head there. <coughs> All in all, pleasant to drink, and this is, uh, but it just leaves me wanting something at the end. 
Is this the Brooklyn Brewery? Is this the, the famous one in Brooklyn? Is this yes. the one? Okay. Yes. This is this is Brooklyn Brewery. Uh, this is their Vice beer. They, they yeah, make I mean, a lot of different styles of beer. My recollection of of all these Brooklyn beers, always they always seem kind of middle of the road to me. Well, except for the Black Ops. Well, I'm, I, I, that's, <laughs> I'm talking about what the average person might be able to go in and purchase. Yeah. Not the Black Ops, but the majority of them seem kind of just sort of laying in the middle somewhere. Yeah. Actually, tomorrow night I'm actually going to uh, the Natural History Museum to uh, go see uh, Garrett Oliver lecture. Garrett Oliver is the owner of, and CEO of Brooklyn Brewery. So I'm actually pretty excited about that. That'll be fun. Yeah, it should be fun. I mean, the guy is a, is a real character. And you'll be tweeting on that, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure I will. Yeah. So while we're, while we're waiting for the, uh, the beer to arrive, let's uh, give us a little bit of the skinny on Sly Fox. All right. So uh, Sly Fox is uh, another local for us brewery. It's uh, out of Phoenixville, Pennsylvania. Um, their uh, Sly Fox Project Pale Ale, um, I think it's, a, it's more of a seasonal beer that they make mm -hmm. and, and they include different hops each year to, you know, they have an Amarillo IPA that they did last year um, as far as their project series goes. Uh, and, and so this year they did a, a Pale Ale using, um, so they for this one, they use the Marinka hops, uh, Ooh, which are that. Polish hops, and they tend to be found more in Pilsners. So it'll be interesting hmm. to see. Knowing that it's it's more found in Pilsners, I'm kind of this expecting this to be um, kind of a spicy pale ale without having tried this before. It is a beautiful color. Yeah, I must say, it's the first the first tavern or bar that I've ever uh, have been in which each, each beer is served with a pretzel. I don't know if this is standard or you know, yeah, they're giving us the royal treatment. No, no, it's standard. And um, with, these, with these, what do they call these sticks? Fondue sticks? They're, they're like they're a shish kebab steer. I mean, most <laughs> of the bars I've gone into in, in my life, they couldn't really serve this because people would, people would end up poking each other's eyes out. Sit my beer through it. So we, we have the uh, Sly Fox Project Pale Ale. So this good, is, good amber color. I mean, it's like that. Cher it's like a cherry wood uh, sort of a yeah, look it does. to it. Very it, cherry. It's very yeah. clear. Not much of a head on. I mean, it's 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 very thin head, some. but it's uh, it seems to be lasting a, a, a bit here. Got some. Definitely smells like um, an American pale ale. You can smell the hops right off the bat. Wow, very spicy. Uh, but also, it's got that uh, dry bitterness. That's typical for uh, a pale ale. No, I don't think Mark can get enough of the smell on it. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I can, but there's there's um, there's a slightly sour smell. Yeah, like I'm getting any sour smell. No, I get uh, just a touch. That's why I kept sticking my nose in here to, to keep getting it. No, I, I'm not picking up that at all. I mean, not anything objectionable. No, I'm just pretty sensitive like, to that tart, sour aroma. But uh, hmm. Corey and Will just brought in pizza. <laughs> torturing us over here. <laughs> what I was smelling is in the taste too. I mean, it's not objectionable by any means. I mean, I'm not getting any tartness or sourness. I'm getting a bitterness that's typical of the style, but I'm not getting anything. I mean, to me, it tastes very dry. Yeah, it does. Bitter, uh, but it's also got a little bit of sweetness to begin with. It's a good pale ale. Although now, now that I've had a couple sips of it, it's a little burnt aftertaste that I'm getting. Well, I don't get that. That's kind of lingering around. 
I don't know if they used um, some like black patent malt in here or something, but uh, or if it's from the hops. But it's good. I like it. Although the, the more I keep drinking, this this um, bitterness and kind of burnt flavor that I'm getting keeps building, is building and building up and up. And I would agree with you there. Even even eating the pretzel in between a little bit, but uh, I mean, maybe I need to try that. A little nibble of pretzel. Yeah, it's, it's, it still builds though. The taste is it still builds. This you this you can taste well after you're done. See, if I was to give this one a score on a two ounce sample, I think I would give it a much higher score than after drinking. What are we drinking? Eight, ten ounces here. Because um, this building of this bitter nip is not bitter nip. The, the building of the bitterness is not sitting well with my palate. I think I'm just. I, I like the flavor. Kind of, yeah, I do too. But that building is just, it's lingering too much for me. Yeah, I would, I would uh, diminish the scoring slightly based based on that. I, I agree with you. It's it's very nice going down, but you keep yeah. just tasting it. I, I like the initial taste of it, initial flavors, the aroma. They'll work for me. But this burnt flavor that I'm getting that's building over and over is just not it's not working for me so how many projects do they do a year I don't know I mean like I said I mean we're coming here we're not really knowing much about what we're gonna have but you said seasonal so, I was just curious yeah. like four times a year yeah I don't know a lot about Sly Fox and one of the newer breweries that I've started drinking lately um, I think we featured two of two of their beers on previous podcasts. Um, I know we had the uh, Incubus, which was the uh, uh, raspberry ale. Okay, and uh, that brings back fond memories. Yeah, yeah I know you hated it. <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't fond of it, that's for sure. And I'm trying to remember what the other one was, the, the Sly Fox oh, okay. that we had. I don't remember. It was a couple podcasts ago, obviously. If we don't remember what it was, I guess it didn't really stand out too much. Yeah. And up yeah. next is uh, that's got that taste all the way through. He's just like it's. I just took the last sip and it's still the bitterness yeah. and the burntness. Yeah, it's not not pleasant. Do you think it's the hop that, that does that? Sure. Ask me a question while I'm eating a pretzel. <laughs> <laughs> Killing me, man. No, I think it, I think it's the um, the hops and I think it's the hops a little bit, but I also think they must have used um, some black patent malt in here just to give it a slightly darker color and that might have attributed to some of the bitterness but I, I, I just don't know without seeing the grain bill you know it's, it's hard to tell what's really attributing to that burntness to get but a lot of times when you use black patent and you mm -hmm. use it's more than what balances out with the other grains then you tend to end up with a burnt flavor so if they use the black patent and they use a little bit more that didn't balance with all the other grains, then you might get a burnt flavor. Well, um, let's hope that was kind of a trough that we went through. We started, we started high and we're going down the little trough here. Maybe this will be on the upswing. All right, so we're, we're going up to actually another Sly Fox next, yeah. um, which is a Sly Fox Slackerbach. Is that so, just like a, a, a marketing name, Slacker? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but uh, I mean, you know, I'm, remember I'm, we did, we did I, the yeah. uh, the Doppelbox. Now I am 58 years old, still live with my parents. Uh, you know, I don't have a job. Uh, <laughs> so Slacker might be good. So it is a Bach beer, and remember we did the Doppelbox mm -hmm. a while ago, the the Celebrator and, right. and so forth, and you know this is the lighter version of those, but it's still a I very that, heavy yes. beer. Depending on which kind of philosophy you, you, you subscribe to, it was either 
beer brewed for you know monks or beer brewed for pagan holidays um, or both or both you know you, you, who knows you know we weren't there this one you know, here what's interesting about this brewery is so far they, they've chosen two two styles of beer which to me there's a lot of competition in both of these styles that, uh, well actually Sly Fox if you look on their website they, they actually do make a lot of beer mm-hmm. um, I, I think they probably have 15 or 16 beers they distribute actually uh, three of them in cans really yeah they make three beers that come in cans um, so we'll see. I mean, we had a watermelon beer last week. This is a, a little kind of late in the year to be. My, my, I'm shaking my head backwards, uh, side to side. So, uh, well, amendment. What was it? Amendment 21. 21st Amendment. Something. 21st Amendment. So they've served. They sell them in can. Yeah. And they make a case for it. You know, of why they sell in a can. I mean, it's not something they just chose to do, but. I think the whole the whole brewery like exists on some kind of gimmickry, even right from the name all the way to what they to what they brew. Frankly, yeah. Well, well, they do. I you know. that was last week. Uh, you know, we're moving on from there. I know. Let's move on. You know, uh, let's let's go to the Slackerbach. Yeah, the Slackerbach. Now here, this one I'm actually getting like um, the sour cherry smell to it, which is kind of what I would not place in this style of beer. You know, like I said, this is a Bach beer. You know, it, it, it's a little late in the year to be drinking this beer, but, you know, we don't discriminate. You know, this is a uh, time of Lent fasting. I mean, that's what they say that it was brewed for, um, you know, higher octane beer, a lot of grains, a lot of malt. And we're looking at what alcohol in this? Uh, it's about six and a half. I was going to say, I, I was figuring about six. And it's good, though. I think it's better than the last one for sure. Really? You know, um, you don't think so? No. Uh, it's no, no. just not sitting well with me at all. What, what's the name of this beer again? Uh, this is a Sly Fox Slacker Bock. It's like a cherry Bock, isn't it? I don't know. It, it, has a, it has like a sour cherry taste to it. Yeah. And, uh, you know. I'm not liking it either. Like, we, we, we come in here not really knowing, you know, too much of what we're going to be drinking. So, you know, we're just going off of guessing here and, and so forth. So, to me, this tastes like it has sour cherries or, or sour cherry taste to it. I like sour cherries and Bach, but this is not working for me. No. Oh, man. So, you're, you're, not, you're not impressed with this? Not at all. You like uh, it? It's got a nice uh, it's, it's got, it's, flavor to you it. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a dark amber. You know, it's got a good head to it, good... What are you? you know, what what don't you like about it? What are you finding objectionable? I think the sourness in it. Very yeah, sour, huh? No, not in this. No, I, I don't. I don't find it sour. Huh? No. I find a little sourness, a little cherry, malty, very malty. But, yeah. Um, I, I, I don't think this is like terrible by any means. I mean, it's 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 to me is like not a bad lighter Bach beer. Yeah, uh, I you know I, I don't drink a lot of box and you know maybe this is why maybe it's just you know a style of beer that I'm just not not into but uh, you know having all those Doppelbox well I, I mean yes it is much bigger beer yeah and maltier and so forth exactly but, you know this just this one just doesn't sit right with my palate and that's why we have more than one people trying more than one person trying. I, I, it's a little. It's a little tough to rate this one though, because I think it's kind of like it's it's making an entree into the style, but not fully in there, and it's a little tough. But 
Hey, that's why we're here. Sorry, I'm twittering while I'm talking here. I know, bad, bad manners. Multi-twitting. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still, try, I'm still I'm just, trying to figure out what I would rate this. I'm really enjoying drinking off the draft tonight. You know, not having to. You guys missed it on uh, last week's. We're drinking the uh, Alma Gang Almageddon. And so I on I oh, took the ca- I took yeah. the uh, cage off the top. Right, so it's a cork top. I took the cage off the top, and I'm sitting there and I'm talking to Mark. About ten seconds later, the top just boom hits the ceiling, probably like an inch and a half away from the light. Thank God I had my safety glasses on. <laughs> did, did the air come pouring forth? No, it didn't. It just no, it, it didn't. was just an explosion in it. It was there was a lot of pressure in that bottle. <laughs> Scared the crap out of us. <laughs> right off the tap, Peter, is best case scenario for beer, yes? That's what many people think. But that may not be true. You may want beers that are aged. You know, I, I if you put Brooklyn Black Ops on tap versus something that's been aged for two years, you might want to go with the stuff that's been aged in the bottle for longer. Can you just think about what you just but, said? I mean, you know, they think, don't think put that on tap. Brooklyn Black Ops on tap. Isn't that for like 18% alcohol? No, no, it's it's 11, I think. Well, the four of us would just set up cots and live there. <laughs> wherever, wherever such a bar existed. Well, I'll tell you, just from the name of the next one, I'm looking forward to it. We're doing a double IPA. Right. So, so Captain Lawrence, um, they're another lo- fairly local. They're up in... Um, I thought they were in Arabia. Yeah, right. Captain Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're up in uh, New York in... Um, where is it? Pleasantville. In Pleasantville. Westchester County? Westchester County. Okay. okay. This here is their uh, cask ale. So uh, George here has it on, on cask. So I, I'm pretty excited. Looking forward to it. But we're still in that little bit of a, of a trough. We'll see if we can. Uh, uh, I, we'll I see have, if we can ratchet it up a little. I bit I have a here. good feeling. This is ramp it up. This is one of the beers that I've been wanting to try here for a long time. Every time they have it on. Last time I came here, they had it on cask. I asked for it. The last person had killed the cask. Uh. <laughs> um, well, they're um, Pleasantville, Westchester County, Westchester County, Westchester County. Yep. From what I understand, it's not a pleasant place, though. So that, you know, but it's like Pleasantville. What a nice. Was there a movie called Pleasantville? Yes, there was. Yeah, it was a great movie, by the way. Yes, very good movie. So this is a, a double or imperial IPA. So you're, you're looking at a big beer. Ah, here. look at this coming here. A so big, this is a this big hand. A big hand to Will. On thank this, you. Bringing the beers over for the, the brawl. <laughs> Our barmaid for the night. <laughs> so this is about eight percent beer. So. Uh, you know, it's an Imperial IPA. Okay, I can smell the hops, you know, at an arm's length away. Ooh, oh, man. You're not oh. kidding. You know, I can really smell the Chinook man. hops in here. I mean, literally, your nose can be five inches away from this. Five and, inches? Try well, like, yeah, I know. what is this, 20 inches <laughs> an arm's length. Can I just already yeah. rate that beer is excellent without even drinking it yet? I, I think you can. Yeah. You might, on, you, on you might aroma, be right on this. You might on the aroma, right. I don't think you can do better on, a, on an IPA. Right. Than very fruity, very citrusy I can, orange. I can smell it from here. Oh, man. Aroma alone, this is what an Imperial IPA should be. I mean, this reminds me of like Pliny the Elder. Remember mm-hmm. we drank Pliny the Elder? 
very fragrant. You can smell this for, oh, oh, yeah, it is wonderful. Until there's no aroma. This is the Captain Lawrence Double IPA. I, I, I'm just smelling it. I haven't tasted it yet. I mean, I mean what it, it almost smells like it, it's really floral. Very. Uh, but it almost smells like fresh orange juice, you know? It's it's that orange. Again, another beer that qualifies for bouquet. Mm -hmm. I take some apricot. Yeah, actually, I, I think you're right on with the apricot. That that I think Ooh. that's a perfect fruit. I, I think you guys need another round of that to really adequately. Yeah, I think I think it. I think we're gonna have to after we finish the. Uh, well, I'm glad we since we were in the trough there for a little while. It's glad to get the upswing. Oh, yeah. Absolutely oh. delicious. And and the flavor. I mean, it's got enough bitterness into it to really rain in the aroma to, to kind of pull it all together. Just, I'm not often a big fan of fruity beers, but this, this pulls it off really nicely. I wouldn't consider this a fruity no, beer. No, by, by any means. There's an aroma, and, but there's a fruit it, element to it. There's a, a fruit aroma, but that's purely oh, yeah. out of the hops that are being used. Um, it has nothing to do with fruit being added to the mm -hmm. beer. Now, I mean, was this, this from a cask, you said? From a cask. Yes. Yeah. He, so he just tapped this, and, and is no. that why? It, what? Go ahead. No, this is not. I, this has probably been on for a while. Because it's warmer than the other beers. The temperature of the beer yeah. is, is as, much as it warmer. should be. Yeah. As it should as, be. As I was going to say, it's, it's served at the proper temperature. Mm. Well, I mean, we're here at Andy's, and, and George, who, who who operates this lovely bar. I mean, he really does do an excellent job of keeping everything in line and clean. Too. It's kind of a manly bar. You think a lovely bar? I don't know, but lovely. Yeah. I, don't know, the <laughs> I don't know if that's the adjective I would use. Yeah. <laughs> since, since I, you know, yeah. it's a nice. I was thinking lovely beer, though. In fact, just to finish, finish the thought, even though you, you, you I want another me one. on that it's not a fruity beer, <laughs> but there's a, to me, there's certainly, a, we all oh, yeah. a fruit aroma. It's a fruit aroma. And, and oftentimes, uh, any, any fruit element needs right. is overdone in a beer, but this is really delicious. So, I mean, this one, I mean, if you know your hops, I mean, you can really pick out the hops in this beer. The Chinook hops and the Cascade hops are really dominant. And the Columbus, they, they really shine through in the flavor as well. I, I like this beer. I mean, yes, yes. Up next is the uh, Young's Double Chocolate Stout. Well, let me see if I can uh, get a little bit more out of this. I've been in the beer that has to follow that one. I, I, got, I still got like... Um, a half inch of foam here. I'm trying to suck out of this glass. <laughs> this, this is rocking stuff. Whoa. Do they really Bring mean in the aroma? Do they really mean double chocolate? <laughs> I'd say. Okay. I mean, if you look and look at this glass. Look at my glass, at least. Look at the cascade. That's an amazing cascade. Get I mean, any it's video? Like, any it's video like a, on this camera? Can we get it's a like video a slight waterfall. Can we get a video of that? All right. So might be right. up next here. That's what it reminds me of right off. So we're, we're, we're going here from uh, a double IPA after cask, which I think we all agree was absolutely wonderful, to the Young's Double Chocolate Stout. Now, the Young's Double Chocolate Stout is the only one we're doing tonight, which is not actually from the Northeast of the United States. Well, tell us a little bit about it there, the, Boo Boo. Uh, Young's Chocolate Stout, I mean, it comes from uh, Wells and Young in the United Kingdom. It's uh, technically classified as a, a milk stout, 5% alcohol, uh, but it's it's actually, I've had this beer before in a bottle, and if you look at the bottle, it, it basically tells you they use chocolate in the beer, not like 
chocolate malt, but chocolate. <laughs> and uh, I actually have used this in cooking to make my chili. I use this beer, um, which may be almost blasphemy, but nonetheless, chocolate and chili really go together. But nonetheless, I mean, you took some, if you took someone who was blindfolded and put this in front of their nose, they oh. would identify chocolate right away. I mean, I mean, you give this to a no chocoholic, yeah. and, 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 and they're going to go into convulsions. No I doubt. Mean, Until you sip it. I mean, this really smells like chocolate. And I think, I think this is actually uh, the first, we're the first ones off this keg. Because I know George Bush put this on uh, about an hour ago. Wow, the aroma is, is chocolate. Like I tell you. It's, it's like milk chocolate. But I'll say this, after sipping it, with the aroma, it's a little disappointing. I, I, I'll let you guys how, how do you how do you how do you say? I mean, I would expect it to be a little creamier. I, I find it very creamy, actually. I think it could be creamier. Okay. In my opinion. <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's to me, it a little on the a little on the thin side to me. At this glass that I'm having right now. I was surprised as well. To me, this. Um, the aroma, first of all, is um, like a, a butterscotch chocolate. I mean, it really does have like butterscotch notes to it, which is I, I find really now, pleasing. Yours was cascading and mine wasn't. What's that about? I don't know. Maybe you need another beer. No, well, I'm th- I'm, what, I, well, I, what I'm wondering is if you're tasting something really different than what I'm tasting. Here, try my glass. It smells like a chocolate dessert from the Cheesecake Factory. Like one of those super sweet... Caramely. You taste it. To me, it tastes more. It tastes mine now. Is it? And tell me, me there's a difference. Wow. I'm amazed. The two glasses of beer taste completely different. Yeah. Exactly. Now, do you you get the uh, taste that I'm describing as creamy and. They slipped Mark a Marky, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, double chocolate stouts this, are most double chocolate stouts this low in alcohol? I was surprised when you said 5% I would have Right. Um, it's actually not a double stout. Um, it's just probably a double chocolate stout. Right? So if it was a double stout, it would be actually like 8 to 9%. Um, but I think they're just um, indicating there's twice as much chocolate as they might have put otherwise. Do you guys really taste the chocolate when you drink it, though? Because I just taste coffee. I don't taste much I, I get a strong coffee flavor, um, but in, in the one I'm drinking, it's actually very present. Um, Peter's, Peter's uh, the one in his glass is different than the one in my glass. And they gave him the reviewer special. I guess they may so. have. They may this have. Is like, mine is like a, a butterscotch chocolate. I mean... In taste. In taste. It, it's, it's amazing. I mean, try if, it. If I were rating yours... I got I got more of the. Yours tastes very different than the one that Will got. Yeah, exactly. You know, I, I think it might have been with, because we're the first ones off this keg, and. You hmm. think the sweet part of it rises to the top, maybe? No, I, I think maybe it, these were the first two poured, and then. Gotcha. I don't know. So another round of these, and another round of the uh, double IPA. <laughs> I'm gonna have to reserve judgment on this. Mm. Frankly, because uh, okay, then let's get another round. No, I'm serious. Because if get another no, one, you're right. Those those two could have been different beers, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I compared this to this. Do you get two overs in the beer bottle? Well, but but honestly, his his was very. Yeah, we do. His tasted like it smelled. We do now. I make different. the rules. <laughs> no, no, we've gotten we've gotten double taste. We've gotten two yeah. tastes before on hey, some things. Get, get mark another taste. Yeah, it's Please. not it's not the same as what I've 
not the same. No, I, it's not subtle either. No, not at all. I I find this beer to to be a sensory overload almost. I mean, the the tastes that are coming through for me uh, are are just. Oh, almost so, overwhelming. I mean, there's so many. When do you flavors. think? Uh, when do you think you would drink this kind of beer? Dessert. Yeah, really. That's yeah, what I was saying. I, 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 you know. I mean, I, I just I want actually, to see what like you I said. said before. I, I actually use this when I make my chili, just because it's so intense. Um, but uh, I, I would use it with. I would drink it with dessert for sure. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're looking for. Uh, a drinkability, and I use that term kind of. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, something like you're going to have. What are we a Bud Light commercial? <laughs> no, but you're not going to buy this if you if you want to if you want to have you know six to eight beers <laughs> in any given evening. I mean, it's not the kind. Well, of beer actually, you know what? It. This is a five percent alcohol beer. Well, it's not the alcohol. It, it, it's, though, it's, so it's 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 very taste. lush. You know, so yeah. you you do get a lot of. Um, flavors I mean, in it. This would be too much for me after right. after a second. I, I, I agree with you there, but it's it's not a beer that's going to knock you over because of the alcohol. Right. It's a beer that's just going to overload your senses and, and, exactly. and so There's forth. Quencher. Now, I knew there was something wrong because the way Peter was describing it, and then I was saying, hey, it's just, we're, like, we're, we're not we're something. It's exactly the way you described it. Yeah, yeah. something not quite right here. I'm hoping that the, all of them taste like his, yeah. not... Yours. I mean, even the cat. I had an amazing cascade. I mean, well, exactly. it, li- it literally looked like um, you know water falling down those. Uh, well, that uh, to me was the, that to me things. was the tip off that there was something askew, perhaps one might say. That I was looking at Peter's and, and the cascading, and I said, "Well, mine's not doing that." So it's it, something got in the taste. Must be lacking, and, and I think so, so. Plus, it probably traveled a great distance to get here, didn't it? Well, most young, likely, young. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's amazing it could be so fragile at this point. I, I'm actually kind of surprised. The last time I drank this out of the bottle, it really was chocolatey, but this time for me it was like butterscotch. Hmm. You know, and, and butterscotch and chocolate. So it's kind of a. The aroma is all thing. chocolate. I, I don't get much of the butterscotch. A little bit in the taste, but I, I'm reserving. I'm reserving judgment until I get the uh, replacement here. You know, in the interest of objectivity and you know whatnot. Yeah. More like your first one, or more like mine? Pretty much like the one I had. So mine must have been the first one off the top. Something. Something settled to the bottom in mine. I don't know. I don't know. I, Rate on what you got. Okay, that's you know? what we're gonna do. That's all you can do. So I think that pretty much uh, wraps it up for uh, the podcast. Although we'll be uh, drinking some more beers afterwards. <laughs> but uh, I think that pretty much wraps it up for tonight. All right, Mark. Yes. Come on. What do you got? I'm writing furiously. Enough of the writing. Start talking. Well, all right, all right. Wait, wait, wait. What is there, a bus coming to pick us up to bring us back to the old age home or something? Hold on a minute. Are you? Just, just what are you? we, a Miami Beach here? <laughs> hey, Mark, the convalescent home is calling. We want to know where you are. I had a lot of, lot of um, tie scores here, for me at least. Yeah? All right, we'll start from the bottom up. So, well, There's three at the, actually at the quote-unquote bottom. All right. Uh, so let me do the two Sly Foxes first. Sly Fox Project Pale Ale, uh, a worthy effort, but I think the aftertaste was somewhat, to me, unpleasant. And I have to say, with with, with so many pale ales, it's tough competition. Yeah. If you're going to enter into it, you better be damn sure what you're doing. And in my my mind, 
they didn't do it. I rated 88. 88. Next is the Sly Fox, a slacker box. A little tough to rate the style. I mean, to me, it seemed like a, a what I would call a Bach light. A Bach light? Yeah, I mean, it sounds like an oxymoron, and I put Bach light in, in, in quotes. You know, it's, it's pleasant enough, like I, w- I would suppose it's pleasant enough, but my sense in the back of my mind is like, why not spring for the real deal and, and get a, just a full flavor Bach? It just, you know, it was something missing and didn't uh, didn't tilt the scales for me. All right. So, again, I rated that in 88. Uh, next, we have the Young's Double Chocolate Stout. Uh, great so-called dessert beer, if you want to put it that way. I don't even know, but maybe great saying it a little bit too broadly. Dessert beer, yeah. decent. I was looking for something a little creamier, uh, a little stoutier, if one might say. Uh, my expectations were not really all that high, but alas, they weren't met. I think it needs some tweaking, frankly. I don't know how long they've been brewing it, but while. And who the hell <laughs> am I to tell tweaked. them? Yeah, it ain't going to be tweaked. And, uh, you get what you get. <laughs> I give that an 88. And you don't get upset. So we have three 88s at the bottom there. All right. Next up, I have the Brooklyn Vice. Nice flavor. Um, even though I look for something a little bit more from my beer, I thought it was pleasant enough, but really not very memorable. Yeah, nothing that's stuck out in my mind. Like a month from now, I'm going to say, oh, man, that Brooklyn Vice was rocking. I don't get it. Rated it at 89. Certainly 89 is not too bad. If I remember the scores from a lot of those Hefeweizens that we tried. I mean, that's right up there in the mix of... Yeah, 89 it's respectable. Yeah. Uh, next up uh, for uh, me was the Weyerbacher Blanc. I thought it was really refreshing. Uh, no aftertaste. Wonderfully balanced. Uh, a keeper. Look for this one. It's easy on the palate. Good beer. I thought it was a, a really strong entry. They, they went into it, did it right. I rated it a 93. Good score. And then, uh, lastly, the winner. <laughs> we have the Captain Lawrence Double IPA. Yeah, you have your doubts. You say, "What the hell? Double IPA? What are they gonna? What's gonna happen with this?" Excellent. I, mean, I can't say that. I thought it was an excellent, excellent beer. You know, as soon as the bouquet activated my olfactory nerves, I said. How? Zoom. Science this one's This one is <laughs> off the scale. Off the scale. Look for it in your cooler at the local package goods store, of course. Buy it. You're in for a real deal. I rate that a 97. Nice. Good score. All right, Mark. Thank you. Thanks you're welcome. Um, all right. So for me, my uh, bottom of the barrel or my least favorite of the uh, six we had tonight was the uh, Sly Fox Slackerbach. Gave that one an 84. Really just wasn't meeting my palates. I didn't like the sourness. The, the, the sourness and the malt and the cherry didn't work well together for me. I'm not even going to get into it anymore than that. Uh, next one was the uh, Sly Fox Project Pale Ale. Even an 87. Um, I think it would have gotten a better score for me had it not had this building bitterness and burnt flavor 
um, that just kept compounding on itself as I drank more and more of it. Because I liked the initial flavor, and I liked the aroma. I thought that really was exactly what the style should be. But this bitterness that kept building on the end just didn't work for me. So I gave that one an 87. Uh, next up for me at an 89 was the Brooklyn Vice. Um, I thought it was pleasant, good aroma, good in flavor. The aroma and flavor, they really matched up together, um, but it was missing something on the back end. It just didn't kind of come to fruition, as you will. There was uh, that bitterness or spiciness on the end that just wasn't there, and I was looking for it, but since I didn't get it, it hurt the score. Next, at a 93, uh, the Weyerbacher Blanche. Probably one of the best wits I've had in a while. Good, refreshing, crisp, nice balance of the coriander, orange, and the wheat. I, I really like this beer and definitely would buy it again if I saw it. Next, um, I gave a 94 with a, a Young's Double Chocolate Stout. I don't know if it was just my beer, and I think it just was my beer. Maybe it was the first one off the keg or something, but it was just a sensory, it was almost a sensory overload. I mean, butterscotch and chocolate and sweetness. and I, I personally love butterscotch and can eat it all day, every day. So it really... That, that has to be one of the biggest disparities we've had. And we discussed, know. We discussed a little bit last week. And I uh, said, well, there's not too much difference between a, a, you know, a 90 and a 92. And Peter took exception to that. He thought there was a pretty, ba a pretty vast difference, right? Uh, in, in my opinion, there's a huge difference between a 90 and a 92. Well, you got to go. When you yeah. say 88, <laughs> 88 and 94, uh, you know, it, this might yeah. warrant, Six points, that, I mean, this might warrant a comeback. That definitely a big disparity, 88 to 94. Yeah, that's a chasm. Um, but my, my, like Mark, you know, my favorites out of the six was the, uh, the Captain Lawrence double IPA. I, I gave that one a 96. I, I think it was the same rating I gave Pliny the Elder, um, which by far was one of the best, or the best IPAs, double IPAs I've had. This was right up there with it excellent it was a wonderful blend of aroma and flavor that just oh it just worked together and it was something i'm going to actually go back when we turn off this recording and order another one after i get a, a southern tier imperial red but nonetheless after that one then i'll get this one <laughs> so I, I think there we have it um well i think our scores were were fairly similar I, I think they're pretty much in line except for the Young's Double Chocolate Stout. Yeah. Um, so, you know, for the both of us, our favorite was the Captain Lawrence Double IPA. So, that's so, it. So, a tip of the hat to Captain Lawrence. Yes. Okay. And Andy. And uh, Andy's Corner Bar, George, the bartender, great expert on beers. If you have any questions about beers he has on tap, he is a wealth of beer knowledge. Uh, so, uh, well, thank you, Mark, Will, Corey. Corey, a designated driver, of course. I know it's a tough job, but I'm just we, we, have we only one more double <laughs> we, we truly appreciate your uh, your sacrifice. Thank you guys. Um, every week I add uh, new content to simplybeer.com, so please listen. Give us your feedback. We enjoy it. We listen to it. Also, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at twitter.com/simplybeer. Or on Facebook, username is Simply Beer as well. I'm Peter Kennedy, brewer and creator, simplybeer.com, saying goodnight, and your pint, always be full. 
I'll be back tomorrow night and drink some more. I don't care what the people are thinking. I ain't drunk. I'm just drinking. But you're so high. Oh no, you the one drunk. Look at your eyes, man. Don't you tell my lady now. Well, I ain't here but four, five, six, seven. 